The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Episode number 300, a monumental night here at 1420 World Headquarters and the 1420 uh, Sports Bar, whatever you want to talk about. Uh, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. We're part of the Belly Up uh, network of shows. Make sure you uh, check out other shows on Belly Up and Friends on Spotify. Tonight's show is brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today. And save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase at SeatGeek.com for baseball tickets, hockey tickets, whatever you want to fucking go through. I don't really care right now at this moment. But anyways, uh, Dave, show number 300. Did you ever think we'd get this far? 300. I remember in the COVID years um, that I came over to your house for uh, episode 100. And uh, the the original producer, there was a... There was two cakes, and there was some masks, and there was balloons, and uh, I thought that was monumental. And now that we're at 300, I think we're doing okay. You know, and I'm happy for it, and I'm looking forward to 301. You know, it's kind of a kick in the pills a little bit, Dave. Like 100, the, the producer, the Deanne there, she she made a cake, got balloons, had it all out there. Now she hasn't listened to a show in about two years. I don't know what's going on there. It's one of, the, one of those things. She used to be one of our biggest fans. But there, the, she don't put her earballs one for one second on the 1420 podcast anymore at all. And she said we said something about A-Rod and J-Lo that tuned her out. I can't remember what show it was, but she was like yeah you guys i'm i'm good i'm good and i guess i talk in my sleep too so she hears me enough so so well. <laughs> well i i i thought she thought we were soothsayers too because we talk about it that all of a sudden michael k and whatever she's listening to on on tsn or, or on the satellite is just uh echoing our well, because I tell her what I say, like what we talk about. She doesn't listen. Like fucking, does Kate? Has, has your wife listened to one second of our show? Uh, the only thing that she has listened on our show are the things I played for her. That's <laughs> it's it. exactly the same thing. You got to listen to this because I thought this was kind of. And then they just I, they just nod and go, "Okay, thank you." Yeah. You know what? And you know, in fairness, oh, I wouldn't not, listen to me either. Well, I don't listen. Wow, well, but they're not our demographic. No, yeah. I listen to people dumber than us all the time. <laughs> no, anyways, uh, Dave, the uh, Nash Hockey playoffs are rolling through. The Leafs are, or the Oilers, taking a a bit of a beating tonight. They're uh, down five one of the Las the Las Vegas Knights, uh, Golden Knights, I guess, whatever we want to call them. It's uh, it's a bit of a disaster in in. Uh, in Canadian hockey right now, the Leafs lost the game last night that they probably could have had a chance to win if they would have put any effort in at all. But I want to talk about more so about the stars of the National Hockey League or of all sports teams, no matter what, Dave. If you're 
if you have a, a couple of guys who are rolling, no matter what sport, basketball, hockey, uh, football, if you get a couple of guys who are going a little bit, uh, you get a couple of starting pitchers who are going, you talk about the 2001 World Series champion, Arizona, Arizona Diamondbacks, where they had Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling rolling for them. If you get two guys that are rolling, you have a good chance to win. And it's it, it to, to a man you need two or three guys to get going and every guy and, and those guys get guys going a little bit and without without those uh those stalwarts of your of your franchise you ain't doing anything oh for sure uh like and clearly we're talking about the playoffs you need the horses to be horses like the people that you have brought in to be difference makers must be difference makers. Like, um, as you said, like Randy Johnson and uh, Kurt Schilling back with Arizona, Roger Clemens with, um, with the, with the Yankees. Uh, no, sorry. Um, eh, maybe Roger Clemens wasn't that horse, but Kevin Brown and Levon Hernandez with uh, the, the Marlins back in the day. Jesus. That's a, that's a reason, but you're right. You're, you're hundred percent right. Yeah, like you know, these are the guys that you that that you're paying the money, and you know what? Florida is paying the Florida Panthers are playing Matt Kachuk, who I couldn't stand as a flame, and I can't really stand him right now. But that motherfucker is a horse right now, and he's telling his team that we can do this, and they are punching Toronto in the face. And Toronto Maple Leafs are in a heap of trouble right now. Like that game last night, I I had like they 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 probably should have won game two in Toronto, and they had the sixty five bad seconds, and that that, that might have actually ended their season with the Leafs there. Like I'm a Leafs hugger a little bit, but that sixty five seconds on on uh, Thursday night, whatever it was, it pretty much ended their season. And then last night you had Matthews and Marner. Didn't do a damn thing. They didn't show up at all. We'll get into them in, in half a second. But the teams that win, you look at that Oilers team right now, uh, how they had McDavid and and Dreisaitl, who are just carrying that team. They, they, they were down one nothing to to the Vegas Golden Knights on uh, on on Saturday night, and then they say, you know what, we're not going down two nothing. It's going down two nothing's hard. The percentages of, of coming back to win after you're down two is tough. And McDavid and Dreisaitl say, you know what. Let's go win a hockey game, and that's what they did. You go back to the the all the years. You go back to Taves and Kane. You go to Crosby and Malkin. You go to Lemieux and Jagger. You go to who uh, who's who else is there uh, throughout the history of hockey that you have a, a couple of guys. Even last year, you can even, even say Kale McCarr and, uh, and and McKinnon there with Colorado. If you got two guys who are scoring goals and, and and contributing every night, you have a chance to win because you'll get secondary scoring from some guy you won't remember his name, and they'll be at the, they'll be in the parade. They won't be they won't be on the team next year. But you need two guys who are rolling, and the Toronto Maple Leafs don't have that at all. Like they did, they just don't. They are so sad. Like you know, like the Toronto Maple Leafs, all one three. Like they had a chance to win a game one. They had a chance to win game two. They had a chance to win game three. Went to overtime like, last you know, night. Yeah. With, with a bad, you know, with a, with a bad performance. Oh, just terrible. Like, you know, so how bad do you want it? And, and when I look at that team playing Florida right now, Florida really wants it a lot more than the, than, than Toronto. 
Like, Toronto played a terrible game yesterday, and they fucking handed it to them in overtime. Handed it to them. Three icings in a row, and then on that overtime goal, they let fucking Bennett hang out with the puck. Come in, come out, and then Reinhardt did the wraparound goal, and nobody put a stick on the guy. Nothing. Like, Jesus Christ, where's the want? Where's the need? Where's the drive? You know, so you like, you know, I, I picked uh, uh, the Leafs and the Oilers to, to be in the Stanley Cup. But the Leafs as a team does not deserve to be on this. Uh, th- they don't deserve it because they're a bunch of fucking wannabes that got. They found lightning in a bottle against uh, the the lightning, <laughs> lightning in a bottle against the lightning. And well, and not, now, not even really, Dave. You you think about it. They they won three games in overtime. Like they they won. They they got smoked in game one. They won game two handily, seven two, whatever it was. But they they're fortunate to to, to even be in round two because they, they they could have lost three games in overtime. They could have lost that series four games to one very easily. I, that franchise, I, I don't I don't understand. It, it, and you know what? I feel really bad. Um, I mean, not bad, but I, I I feel bad for Leafs fans who put the effort in year in, year out, and they watch this team and they hope and they have something going on and then they lose again. And it year in, year out, and I, I don't know. And if if I had the the magical formula to figure this all out, I, I I'd probably sell it for a billion dollars. But that the fans of that of that team deserve better than the effort they got last night. Like I would actually rather that they, they lose in four be done with it. They don't play till Wednesday again. I would rather the Leafs lose in four and, and not have people have to spend money and go watch that shit again on fucking uh, probably Friday night at, at, at Scotiabank. It's not fair to the fan base, the crap that that franchise puts out year in, year out. And I, I don't blame, I don't blame the, the GM Dubas. I do, do not blame the coach. This one is on the players 100% this time around. It's because it's, Dubas went, here, you want you want some Stanley Cup guys, guys who, who've won cups before. Here, here here's Ryan O'Reilly, and, and here here's Shen. Here you go. These guys have won before. You you guys want uh, uh, this? You want a goaltender? Here you go. They've done everything they possibly could, but the superstars, their two main guys, didn't get it done, and it's on those two two or three guys. You go Matthews, Marner, and then and, and mix in Tavares as their captain, and then throw throw in that entire little prick, uh, Nylander, Throw him in there too. It's brutal. It's brutal. Um, not being a Leafs fan and 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 thinking that they did get away with one in, against uh, every bounce went their way, whether it be the calls or or the referee um, things or the goaltending in that first round against the Lightning. I think the Leafs were very extremely lucky to get out of that series, especially winning it four to one. But now the breaks aren't the every single break that went for him in the first round is going against him in this round um, with the 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 Panthers here. And I can't figure them out. There is no fucking toughness to this team. There is zero toughness. There's no pushback. There's no like it's like they were happy to win one round. The fact like that that overtime yesterday um was disgusting. Three fucking icings 
in in five minutes in overtime? Like, do you have a fucking plan? Do you know what you're doing here? You understand you're still in the game and you have a chance to win this game. You're not killing a goddamn penalty. Like, we're, we're, I don't understand the mental toughness of this team. There is no mental toughness with the Toronto Maple Leafs. What's Zero astonishing to me, Dave, is that they, they have, now they're going to have some, like, and every team has it, they, but now this is Leafs team, they're going to lose. They, they might win one game, they might win two. They're not winning this series. They're, they're just not. And But they have some, some decisions to make now with this franchise, what they're going to do moving forward because they have Matthews and Marner, who are their two big ticket items, who are, um, if they don't move them before July 1st, they'll have no trade no trade deals going into the next couple of years, of their contracts, both of these little cocksuckers actually negotiated shorter term contracts, big money, but shorter term knowing that they would, they would be needed. And so they actually had, they hampered the team a little bit by, by saying, okay, we want max money for minimal effort. And that's what they got. And now the Leafs are, are, are in a situation where they, 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 they're not going to win a, an, another, they're not, they're not going to win. And now they have to say, okay, what are we going to do with these guys? And it's it's unbelievable that a franchise, and, and, and it's every team actually, it's unbelievable these franchises aren't waking up a little bit and saying, you know what? We're not going to win with you. We're, we'll, we'll just, we won't win without you. Go find somewhere else to fucking play. Here's what we're going to pay you, and that's it. I'm starting to side with the owners more and more throughout, throughout professional sports saying, you know what? Then don't play. I'm sick of fucking, I'm sick of paying you cocksuckers. I'm I kind of, I, I kind of agree with you right now. Right. Because you know, and you're, like and you're more like, I'm an owner. Like, like we, we've kind of argued about this in the past where like you're, you're a player hugger and I'm kind of an owner hugger, but like now I'm, I'm just so sick of these guys making money for nothing for absolutely, absolutely nothing. Correct. Right. You know, like, so where are you going to play? Are you going to be Johnny Goudreau? And and make uh, ten million bucks a year in Columbus. Okay, fuck, beat it. Go to Columbus, and you have no chance of winning. What do you want to do? Do you want to make money right now, or do you want a chance to win a championship? Because I think uh, players like uh, 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 Drysaddle and and McDavid are taking a little bit less money to play in Edmonton. As it speaks, we'll see what happens in two years because they're getting their ass handed to them by Vegas tonight because the Oilers don't want to spend money on quality demon and a quality goalie, right? I get it. Skinner is up for rookie of the year, but he's not Vasilevsky. He's not even Bobrovsky right now, but Bobrovsky is making 10 million in Florida. So like, that's a terrible example. <laughs> so oh, like, it, 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 it really depends on the money you want to spend. You're not spending that money on their accomplishment in the regular season. You're spending that money on what they can do for you in the postseason. And the postseason money are people like Kachuk in Florida. Those are the people like um, uh, who's the guy that went turbo all the time? Williams, William, like for uh, uh, Washington. Mr. Uh, game seven. Uh, yeah. Uh, he, yeah. Uh, Justin Williams, Justin Williams. He played for, yeah. he, he, he won a game seven in, in, in LA, Carolina and somewhere else. I can't remember. And people back matter. in the day, like, uh, Esetikinen, like, um, like Peter Kleeman, God rest his soul. Peter Kleeman. Yeah. God rest his soul. Like these are the guys that you, you, your, 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 your value picks. 
that are making like instead of eight million dollars, you know, I'll I'll say this for him. I was very skeptical of the signing when the Oilers did this for him, but Kane with the Oilers, man, he's oh fucking man. money. Like they yeah. lost, like they said, they, they they took a beating tonight, and it's they're they're down to everything else. But Kane the other night when you uh, when he was uh, fighting in the in the second period there, oh, and he the was, body and shot, body shot, body shots. He was like he was like Evander Holyfield, not Evander Kane, and the whole bit, and he was blowing kisses to that uh, that woman in the stands there, and it was she, she was throwing the fucking uh, the Trudeau saluted him and the whole bit. It was quite funny, and he's he's a gamer, man. The, the the orders took a took a flyer on him last year when he was going through his legal troubles and everything else. And uh you have you have guys like that. Those are guys that win you championships. And it's 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 unbelievable that these you see these guys making money. And I I, I hate to fucking besmirch guys making money because you know what? Make it, whatever. Someone's gonna give it to you, you're gonna take it. No one, no one's ever going to say no. But I, I do think that a lot more of these teams and like we, I follow hockey more than I follow uh, football, but a lot more of these teams have to, to start saying, you know what? We're not going to win. Like we're not like, I don't know why I'm paying you 10 million bucks or 50 million bucks or 40 million bucks, whatever it might be. I don't understand. And, and what it must do to a locker room. Uh, we've never talked about this actually before, Dave. Like what it must do to a locker room when you got a guy who's working his tail off, giving his all, all he can possibly do, and he's making eight hundred grand. Good living, hundred percent. Good living, but you see some cocksucker like this Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner last night putting in zero effort for maximum gain, for maximum gain, and did nothing. It must tear a locker room apart a little bit going like, okay, why am I busting my busting my hump for 800 grand when that cocksucker's making 10? He's eating caviar, and I'm, eat, I, I'm eating itchy bad. Like, you not, know, not that extent, but you know what I mean? But oh, it, I know exactly what you mean. Like, like it's got to be a kick in the pills. These guys like, who is this cocksucker? You know, to win a, to win a championship at any at any pro sport, you're going to need your elite talent. You need elite talent. hundred percent. But it has to be, gonna, but it has to be elite. Not telling be, people it's elite. Right. Exactly. You know, who's like, good it, it, when they tell you you're good. When you got to tell people you're good, you're not that good. Exactly. You know, and, 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 and those things like, you know, like people shit on them all the time, but Tom Brady took pay cuts and he did extra. He, he, he knew that he knew the playbook he worked with his receivers. He did everything to make that team on the, on the offensive side of the ball better, better. Like, when do you get that in any other sport? Like, I, like, I don't, I can't think of one right now, but what I'm going to say is when your best player is your leader and your hardest worker, Doesn't and, hurt. Then that's, and, and then that's, I think that's, that's what that, from from making yourself in hockey in the NHL, from making yourself an eight million dollar into a ten million dollar player, that's where it starts. Because I think that's what uh, Drysaddle and and, uh, and McDavid bring to the Oilers. They work harder than anybody there. Like I, and I'll guarantee you that. 
I watched the first period period a little bit before we went on the, the other thing tonight, and I was watching dry and He hit the goalpost twice in the first two minutes of the hockey game, and that game could have been different, right? Because it an inch one way, it's it's a, it's a two nothing game. Uh, he's unbelievable the way he's just like, you know what? Let's just go and score goals. He already he's has thirteen. He already has thirteen goals in the playoffs. I don't know if he got one tonight, but uh, he's six goals away from setting a National Hockey League record, and he could have that by Friday night. Like, it's unbelievable how that he's just one of those guys. And when you're elite talent and the thing about the, you talk about elite talent around the national hockey league, when people say that Matthews and Marner are top five, top 10 guys in the league, they're lying. They're absolutely lying. Because if if Matthews and Marner are, are, are like four to five, four and five kind of guys, then McDavid and Dreisaitl are in another stratosphere completely because and McKinnon, it, and right? McKinnon like, and, and McCarr and like you, you watch these guys like Kachuk like right I, now is one of the top guys in the league like yeah, I wouldn't put him up like I, I would like right now the way he's playing now absolutely and he, like like it's it's crazy how you just you, you just watch how the, the, there's such a non-compete in a lot of these guys and it's not just a leaf thing like like how how the Leafs we're, we're down two nothing, put up, up a stinker last night. And then you have a, a, a Seattle Kraken team who's, who's two years in. So you have, so basically those players have no loyalty whatsoever to that team. Yeah. They get paid, but there, there isn't any seven year players there. Right. No, no, no one has, no one, no one has a tattoo right or, or given Christmas. I'm going to retire as a Kraken. Yeah. Nobody. Right, <laughs> nobody, and the, the effort they put up last night, and they won a hockey game. Now they're they're up two one in a series because they got embarrassed in game two, and and now they're up th- they're up three one. Like it's unbelievable how how that franchise just finds a way to produce guys who just don't give a shit. It's unbelievable. I, I don't un- buy in, you know, and that's what it is. Like you know, football and hockey, that's more than basketball and baseball, right? You need complete team buy in. Right. If everybody gets on the same page and pulling in the same direction, then we have a chance. Right. Like elite talent, like in hockey, elite talent can only be on there 30 percent of the ice. Right. That's it. It's if you went around that dressing room tonight or their their, their game day skate tomorrow morning, whatever it might be, we're doing this on on, on a Monday night. And if you went in the in the around dressing room and you said, are we going to win this series? There would not be 20 guys who are going to say yes. There wouldn't be. There wouldn't be. There wouldn't be 20 guys say, yeah, we, we, we can do this. They're, they're just not. Nylander's already combing his hair. He's been on Expedia all day long fucking getting tickets to Ibiza or whatever the fuck. Like, it, it's it's unbelievable how these guys get drafted and they, they make money and like, good, good on them. Like, fucking, they get paid, take it, whatever. But I feel for the fans who get screwed year in, year out. And like I said earlier, I'd rather see the Leafs lose on, on Wednesday night than anybody having to spend one more penny watching those bunch of fucking losers play hockey again this season because that's what they are they're losers Toronto has a great uh collection of talent but they don't have a great collection of winners and like O'Reilly just must be sitting there and uh thinking like why aren't I wearing the fucking C because Tavares hasn't won a fucking thing in his professional career and he's walking around with the C making his 11 million bucks in his pocket per year you bet and he doesn't know what it takes to win a fucking series in the NHL's playoffs yeah, he, 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 like, 
why ownership and why, like, why, why? I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you why. Why do owners and GMs succumb to these these pricks and say, "Well, we gotta, we gotta pay him." I think there might be another thing coming, right? Because the Calgary Flames are the thing right now. Like I, like I'm going to give the Oilers a pass. Um, my ex-wife, my ex-team, um, uh, because I, I think, um, I think McDavid and Dryson are doing everything in their fucking power to win. I really they're do. worth every penny they got. I, I, I honestly believe that. But when you think of what the the Flames have been doing. Um, over the years, like they, they draft all these good, these, these players that are good and then don't want to stay there. And is that because of the coach? Is that because of the building? Is that because of Calgary? I like, I don't have a fucking clue, but, but you get a team like St. Louis blues who had no real superstars on them. Their biggest the star was years ago. Gloria by fucking Sheena Easton. They had a team and they figured it out and they got camaraderie. And you know what? That's what won them the goddamn cup. It wasn't superstars. It wasn't, it wasn't Tavares. It wasn't Matthews and, and Nylander and, and whoever the fuck else. It was an Ovechkin, right? Like, you know, and even um, uh, when, when the Caps won the, won the title, I, I, that, I, I don't think that was Ovechkin, even though he got the con spikes. It was a team thing. And they wanted to do it for Ovechkin. Like, I think that team really liked Ovechkin. You looked at um, the the Los Angeles Kings with Sutter there. That was a team effort. When you get team buy-in, that's how you win Stanley Cups. That's how you win Stanley Cups. Well, Dave, this goes back a uh, hundred years now when you had you had the Edmonton Oilers winning their first Stanley Cup, and it's a I don't know if it's an actual story or an old old wives' tale or a fable, or whatever. But Wayne Gretzky says that when they when they lost in four straight to the Islanders in 1983, that he walked by the, the Islanders dressing room and they, they thought they'd be celebrating winning a Stanley Cup, and no, there was a bunch of old guys with uh, with ice on their on their on their knees and getting a five three five whatever else and and they were just like oh man i'm tired and and the the orders when they looked in that dressing room walking at the nassau coliseum they said that's what it takes to win a cup and i and the, the leafs just don't have those guys and to, to they a man don't have they don't have those stuff. guys and and how this and how the franchise has not been able to, to put it together and i'm not talking about 67 years or, or, or since 67 i'm talking about this core they put together and spent a lot of money on they got five guys to make 15 million bucks and so so you got you got 30 million for the rest of the rest of the team like i'm not talking about the 19 years since they went around there, there's just something wrong with this this core they have now uh it it doesn't make sense to me it doesn't make any sense how uh, ownerships and gms can say yeah that's our guys that's where Hitch hitched our wagon to, and they just didn't deliver again. And and to, and to a man, they didn't deliver again. Well, I, I, I 100% agree. And it's not the, the fact that they're spending this much money on those guys. It's that those guys aren't showing everybody else that I'm going to do everything in my fucking power to win this game tonight. It's not, the, it's not to win the Stanley Cup right now. We're doing everything in our power to win this game, to win game two of the second round of the playoffs. And then, uh, 
puck. No. Like that effort in overtime last night was disgusting. Awful. And that's a team thing. Like, I don't understand how someone didn't hit someone anywhere. Well, that, that, that's a good point, Dave. Like, they, you watch when that, that, that zone entry late in overtime, like, we're not a fucking. Like, like, Bennett was just hanging out. By any means. He, Every, he hung out and waited for a line change. Everybody no was waiting for someone to hit to, to hit Reinhardt, and no one did. Like everyone else was waiting for it to happen, and didn't happen. Out. Like it, I it's it's it, I, 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 After I feel, three icings in I feel I I feel for Leafs fans who are going to go out and spend money again next week. You got a bunch of losers on that team. Because if they win a game, like I, I like, I'd rather they, they they just forfeit the next game and say, you know what, we're done. Fuck it. No, don't even, don't fuck even play. them. Yeah, you know, I picked I picked Leafs Oilers as well, but you know, fuck that team. The, like I didn't watch a ton of that thing. I think they got lucky against the uh, the Lightning, but that and I didn't watch it. I haven't watched a ton of this series. They might have got unlucky. Like it's all been one goal games, but that fucking shit in overtime last night. That's a team that has no desire to dig deep and win. That's what I saw last night. So Dave, is this a point? Watch the segue. How this works out? Is this a thing now that? I mean, these kids aren't, these guys aren't young anymore. Like, uh, I mean, young compared to me and you obviously is young, but is this a thing where it's at a situation now where you see a lot of these, these players now who are in the um, academy age and they're, they're of the um, playing for whoever teams and whatever else, spring hockey, summer hockey, whatever it might be, spring baseball, blah, blah, blah where they don't really care if they win or lose. It's all about the brand a lot more than it ever has been. And like, you, you, you see, like, I, like I'll pick up Mitch Marner all night long. I don't give a fuck. I mean, he'll never listen to the show. And people who, 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 uh, who like him probably don't listen to our show anyways, but uh, like Mitch Marner's on all the commercials. He's on all the fucking skip the dishes here, there and everywhere. And he's been awful. Like he's been awful. Cause what's it to him? What's it to him? He's rich beyond belief. He has a, a he's he's got contracts no matter what. He's got a hundred point seasons National Hockey League. Is this a point where we're seeing a lot more of these entitled little pricks who whose parents pay their way through things and find a way to play because they have a little bit of talent but get pushed through? Are we seeing the the the, the height of the uh, academy kids right now? It's interesting. You know what I mean by uh, that, right? Oh no, no, I, 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 I I'm. I mean, we probably just lost nine, nine or ten listeners right there, but whatever. Well, no, it, it, it's great that you. Normally, we start the podcast and you ask me how my weekend was, and it was good. It was. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, but uh, on Sunday, like it rained all day. Sun uh, Saturday, which I was planning on doing my yard work, but then I it was yard work day on Sunday. And then what I do when I do my yard work, I put podcasts in my ears. And I had some different sports podcasts. And and this this one podcast was talking about um, they're around our age and they have kids in sports. And and they're they were saying like we want our kids to be successful. They're like you know they're they're not great. They're not going to be first round jazz picks. They're not even going to go to college. But you know how do you? How do you put the dog in your kid? How do you put the dog in your kid? How do you make him want? Because they're out there enjoying themselves and trying their best. 
but they were discussing themselves of like, you know, and, and that, and that was me. Like it really rang true for me as, you know, I wasn't the most, I was never the most skilled guy on the soccer field. Never. And I got to a, to a, to a decent level at, uh, of, of my, with, especially with my, my ability, but I dirtied the game. I tried really hard. I was able to read the game. I was willing to do stuff to, to take the skill out of the players of the other team. Like, does that make sense? You know, I, like I, I was able to, I was always one of the guys that would be on the most skilled player of the other team because I was willing to dirty it up. I wasn't cheating, but I was a very physical player and, and, and in soccer, uh, guys that like to dance around with the ball and stuff like that, they don't like a guy being physical with them. And and so instead of that person being able to ex- expose their skills and 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 work us, I would fucking drill them physically on the soccer field. And like, so I had the I was willing to dirty the game up. I was willing to to use my 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 understanding of the game and understanding of who was good and fuck their game up kids these days like especially the martyrs and stuff like that are they willing to fuck someone else's game up are they always like oh no like but like so like it's players like me like so they're making 10 million dollars i'm making the league minimum but i'm fucking their game up because I'm, i'm i'm putting a stick in their in their in their on their spokes. Uh, yeah, in exactly. their BMX. Uh, yeah, I'm putting an elbow in their kidneys. I am slowing them down. I see them get off the bench, and I put my my ass in their fucking junk. You know, like, and then like, would you just fuck off already? No, I am not gonna fuck off already because you're you're getting paid ten million dollars, and I'm gonna let your team know right now that they're paying $9 million a year too much for you. There seems to be su- such little pushback with guys like that. Like, look at Johnny Goudreau who got, got to, like, and like, I'll beat on him too. Why not? Who gives a fuck? Like, you look at Johnny Goudreau who was in a situation in Calgary who he could have stayed there, but Sutter was the coach and not the coach there anymore, but he pushed back a little bit. He's like, no, I don't like that. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. What? Why are you leaving? For less money to a team that's never going to win. Never, like never. The Columbus Blue Jackets are never going to win. Like um, never. No, never. it's going to take some kind of no, like never. Strike. Never. Yeah. The only guy who's going to sign in Columbus on purpose is going to be Johnny Goudreau. And then they didn't. The draft lottery didn't go their way tonight, so Bedard's going to Chicago. So then you have guys like, and they all seem to be this. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll put it out there. Why not? Who cares? They all seem to be these the, the smallish forwards with lots of skill who are very entitled and don't do anything for anybody. They don't. They 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 don't do anything for anyone. And that's not necessarily not, not okay. True. Patrick Kane, I guess, is one yeah, of those guys. That was exactly the one I was going to say. Th- but that's he had one. Jonathan Tate, but he had right? a, he had a team a behind him, two. right? He and had he a, had yeah, and then he had Seabrook and Duncan Keith. 
behind him, right? Yeah, and they that had a, the small, like the, the smallest forwards are the ones who seem to be the ones that are most entitled. Like I, I scored, I scored 185 points when I was in 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 some stupid fucking league and some summer team and blah spring hockey, blah blah blah. And it just doesn't make sense to me. And I, I don't. May, maybe it's just old man get off my lawn. Maybe I, may, I, I could be completely wrong. I don't know, but I don't think that that the the scouting world does themselves any any favors at all and the entitlement of these players and the the all the way these these parents pay for the, all these kids playing sports I, I don't think nhl scouts have any brains in their heads at all i don't i really don't i i don't either like because when we talk about these and not just it's, players, it's not just like, it's not it's not just hockey it's baseball as well i i don't think there's there's a brain cell in all these scouts heads i don't like, like, how is how is uh, Goudreau making more money than Drysaddle right now? It, it, it's like there's no dog in that kid. There, there isn't. You know, Kachuk, there's dog in that kid. McKinnon, there's dog in that kid. Yeah. Um, uh, McDavid and and uh, Drysaddle, there's dog. Um, uh, in Pittsburgh, um, Crosby and well, you uh, look at Crosby like Malkin. They have dog. Like when Where's Crosby came in the league, when Crosby came in the league back in whatever year it was, 2000, who God, I don't care, it much matter. But uh, he had some pretty bad players playing for him or playing alongside him, right? Yeah. And he found a way to win, win a few Stanley Cups. And he put a lot of money, a lot of other guys' pockets. And he's not a big guy and he played hard. And, Head down and, and, and he had and he has that that grit and everything else determination that a lot of these other guys just don't have because they've never had to win they've never had to do anything and and, and, and i'm i'm like i am i am am so anti um academy i'm so anti uh these travel blah blah and and i i think we're going to see a lot more of these kids and a lot more of these teams that have these these quote-unquote all-stars who aren't very good when it comes to a team situation they'll put up stats like you won't believe all year long but it comes down to winning and putting a team on your back they don't fucking got it they don't I, I you, because you see so many kids that, that are great players but you know what how good are they how good are they can they can they really help your team win they don't well, care who exactly. wins. This, is, this isn't an all-star competition, right? We're not, we're not. But that's all these kids play nowadays. It's all-star but competitions. But that's all they play. But you know, and that's the thing, like, how do you find that dog in your kid? How do you, how do you train them to be a, not just a skilled athlete? How do you train them to be someone whose desire is to win? Because I don't know where that happens anymore. Right. Because I, I and I and I think it matters from sport to sport. Because in the NHL, I think we're we're both agreed that it's it's a fairly privileged sport right now, and, and fairly privileged kids are are the ones that are making it to the NHL. When we come to the NBA and the NFL, these kids are are coming from places that. NBA is a little it. touchy. I'd, I'd watch well, it. No, 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 but but no, no, no. Yeah. But the, but their ability to make it to the highest profession starts with them being in a high school league, right? So the, there's not a, a, a significant outlay of cash for them to be able to play in the sport, and so they're actually working hard to be the best at their sport. At whereas in hockey. I believe, and even it's it, it's becoming in baseball too. 
that 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 it's not that your actual talent at a young age and the exposure to talent at a young age. It's it's the ability to be able to to develop your sport at a young age. I think you said it best, Dave. Like you said, like when these kids are playing for their high school, uh, like for, for basketball and for football, they're playing for their high school a lot more. Whereas here in Canada, you're playing for God knows. I don't even know who the kids, the kids don't even are playing for anymore. Like they're going from the, this team to that team, this team to that team. They, 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 they don't know. And so, which is which, which is hockey so, and baseball. So, right? so winning is such a non-factor. It's all about their own stats and it's all about their, their own, their own, uh, uh, label and their and their own program whatever it might be and they're promoting themselves a lot more and and then when they get it it, it gets time to uh shut up or fuck up uh, or it, it's it's they don't they don't have a chance to they, they've never had a a reason to win before they don't care they don't right. care if they win or lose like it, they and it's not to a man like but there's they, they don't care it's all about their own stats their own youtube channel their own hockey db their own whatever it might be and i don't think that 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 a lot of kids care anymore and you, you look at that game last night where you have two players that are supposed to be top five to ten players in the league and they were terrible and that's how kids are and i believe i believe that wholeheartedly i i really do i i might be I might be wrong. I might get a lot of people mad at me. I might, but I, I, I've been very vocal about this, not just in the podcast, but when I, when I'm around the ball field or sitting around with some, some buddies of mine having some beers who have kids in, in sports, I've been very vocal about how I think that the fuck that, that minor sports is broken and that they're so me, me, me and, and everything else. And they don't have any idea who, who wins or loses. I don't think parents even know who wins or loses most games. I don't, they, they, they want, to make sure little Jaden had his three-point game they want to make sure Braden got fucking his at bats I don't think they actually care I really don't I and this has been a thing that you and I have bounced it back and forth a lot of times always off that. air but yeah oh uh, yeah no 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 but it, it is a thing and then like what's going on here and you know last night with watching the least losing overtime to the the Panthers it was a team that, like, Florida won that game. With effort. But the Leafs didn't fucking care. The Leafs did not fucking care. And they have t- they have players on that team that we've always questioned over the last four years. Who, like, how much heart do they have? How bad did they want to win? Austin Matthews, Tavares, Matt Marner, and D-Lander. Like, how bad do these fuckers want to win? When I saw that team play in overtime down two games to nothing, I saw a team that didn't give a fuck and if I, they won. And on that game last night, Dave, like, we actually, Deanna and I were here, uh, we watched the game, we were making food as we were going, watching the game, and jerseys on, leafing it up, and I saw a Florida team that was going like, here, we're not very good. Here you go. And Toronto's yeah. like, I don't care. They got it to overtime in Toronto. Like, we're more talented than we're like, but in overtime, like, specifically in overtime, like, that just drove me nuts. You're a team playing for your playoff lives. And this is the fucking shit that you put out when you have 
your season, your literal season, season on the, on the line. line, fan base on the line, everything else, coaches' jobs on the line, GM's jobs on the line. Those kids don't care. Dubas is done because he he's a dead duck duck manager right now because he's got no contract next year. They're going to they're they're going to fire Keith because that's what you do when when the pricks don't fucking want to want to work. And they're they're done. So these little cocksuckers get their way every time. If I was an owner and I would go to Tampa Bay Rays raise way of things, get guys who want to win, get guys who want to play, yep. find guys on contracts. Let's do it this Save way. Save money. Save yep. money because you know what? What's the point? We lost. We lost with you. We'll lose without you. Who cares? Yeah. Three five billion dollar guys, and I and, more and than honestly, I, like as much as Leafs Nation or this nation flames, whatever, as much as Leafs Nation would want their team to win, finally win a cup, I think that they would be much more respectful and much happier with a good effort from a bunch of guys who are trying every night. The Wendell Clarks, but back in the day, the Darcy Tuckers, like those guys who played hard every night. But bashing heads, I think they would be much more appreciative of guy, guys playing, trying to win every night than a bunch of little cocksuckers who don't care. I, I believe exactly. that. You know what? You know, we you know what? Our team that. didn't win, but you know what? We tried. We shit on Tampa Bay for their 2.5 uh, uh, Stanley Cups. But that was a team of elite, talented people that, oh, that, that were playing to win the cup. They were playing for each other. They did the right thing. That Same blues team. Those that blues team was fucking awesome. How can you not love a team like that? Right? You know, there was no superstar that 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 did it, but they were doing it for each other. And then if you can, I don't know how you do this, but if you can ever assemble a team that's doing it for the people in the room, not for the people in the head office, then you got a fucking team. And the fans are gonna get behind that, and then it's gonna feel so good for everybody. So who's to blame? Is it is it management? Is it ownership? Is it players? Is it the fans? Who's to blame for for these type of teams? Is it is it parenting? Who's to blame for the state of hockey <laughs> how it is now? Like, who is it? Like who is it? honestly? Well, I don't know. Like I don't know. I I don't know. Not just least, but just teams in general. Like you know, every team sets out to win, but like um. I, I don't know because you know it's it's it's, it's a special moment, especially because hockey's a different team to assemble than the other professional team, right? Um, because because of the playing time, right? You, 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 even your best player only plays a third of the game. I think, god damn, it's so hard to understand. I think it has to be a general manager that actually does spend a lot of time with the players in the room. And to see who does what, and 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 sees what influence is pushed into the room, and then how we're going to do things, how we're going to show up for practice, how we're going, how we are going to practice, how our interaction is with the coach. I think I think the 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 captain of a team is actually more important than a coach in the NHL these days. The captain coach interaction probably. Yeah, so right. like you know the Calgary Flames that we talk about all the time, they haven't had a captain the last two years, and 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 if you don't have a captain, then you don't have a leader, right? And so if your coach is yipping and bitching, but at if you need else, a captain, you have no leaders. But you need a captain, like someone, someone, 
Someone has to be a captain. The middleman between the players and the and the coach. And yeah, yeah, and there there there's a player leader, and you've been on teams, and I've been on teams, and there's a guy that on that that are on those teams that when he says shit, you actually listen, right? We're we're a bunch of fucking dog shit today. I don't want to do laps tomorrow. So if you guys, whatever you you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. You've been on teams, and a captain is a captain. Captain isn't something that's given. Captain's a thing that's earned. And everybody knows who the captain is before the C is on the jersey, right? Does that make sense? What I'm no, saying? 100%. Right? And, and that's like John Tavares was named the captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs. And he's the quietest guy in the fucking, on the planet. Yeah, is he a captain on the team? How is he leading that fucking team? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. But the... The, I'm I'm down on captain. I'm a Jeter guy, and I think the captain's the dumbest thing in baseball. Fucking to have a captain a in baseball. Captain on baseball is ridiculous. It's yeah. actually stupid. No, it, I I don't know where that Leaf team goes. I don't know what their plan is there. I, they're they're not going to win this series. Maybe they'll catch something. I don't know. Win four in a row somehow. I don't see it. Um, the the it's 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 odd. It's odd to me that a team that a, with a fan base because. It, with with a team like that that they've they've been like here like this is we've spent everything we can possibly spend you have the best facilities uh in in the national hockey league we can do what we can do and you're playing for for an all-time franchise for the one of the best franchises not the most successful franchise but the best franchises historic historic and and how the players to a man for this many years, haven't been able, been able to figure it out. I don't. It, there's got to be something in the water. There's got to be. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's not even figuring it out, but just like like I say, like you know the the game one loss and the game two loss. You know that could go either way. But that shit that happened in overtime last night is unforgivable. Unforgivable. Three icings and then a giveaway like to. The goal itself, uh, uh, maybe maybe that should have been saved, but I'm not going to bitch at the goalie at all. No, that's not that's not gonna, on him I'm, at all. That's yeah. that's not on him. Like, but but to give a guy that much time after three icings, like it's just the 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 fucking mental focus in overtime is 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 unforgivable. Is there is there something you like in other sports? I mean, like the 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 Cubs won one finally, the Red Sox won one finally. Football, I mean, there's teams like. Is this something that's because it's it's not like they've had bad teams, right? It's not like they've been terrible teams, and yeah, sixty seven years is a long time, and I get that or whatever it's been, but. Is can you compare this to because the, the Cubs had bad, bad teams, right? That's why they never won. The Cleveland Indians had bad teams. Um can you compare this to anything else in in, in your in your head, Dave? Uh, well, I'll say like in football, I would say the the Cleveland Browns, right? Like um and the reason I say that was because when I was in my teens. And uh, the emergence of John Elway of being the best quarterback that ever played the game of football. Um, uh, John Elway just handed Cleveland 
their their lunch a couple of times in the AOC championship game. Um, it's just a team that that tries to be good, but once with what once it comes to walk or walk, they walk. Right? Like that's 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 a team that I think that uh, that closely resembles uh, the the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like it's it's just you have a chance to win, you're one game away, but then you just don't have the the toughness, the luck, the playmakers, whatever, whatever. It just doesn't work for you. And sometimes you're sometimes you're jinxed and it's okay by me that it's the least because you know my two favorite teams, my three favorite teams back in the day were the Oilers and who's ever playing the Flames and who's ever playing the Leafs. Those are my three favorite teams. And, yes. you know, um, because of you and because of my father-in-law, you guys are hardcore Leaf fans, and I actually have softened on that. But after that, like, honestly, like, that performance last night absolutely disgusted me. Well, I, I, I sent Mom a message, like, in the after the, the game was over last night, and she was uh, at home there in, in Fort McLeod, and she... I I said, what do you think? She goes, it's it's just heartbreaking, and she's 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 not a leaf apologist by any means, and it's just heartbreaking, like how it's year in year out, it just doesn't get done, it just doesn't get done, and you, and there isn't a, and nobody nobody has an explanation for it, nobody. I don't know because like the O'Reilly from from the the Blues bringing him in he- should have been that that thing. Right. And yeah. bringing in Luke Shen is a great, great player. Uh, drafted by the Leafs originally, just didn't get it done. And they're just, it's odd. It's odd. I, 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 I've been watching I hockey for a long time and I uh, follow it and I, I, I don't get it. And I, I think, I think it comes down to they're just drafting the wrong guys and they're putting all the, the, the eggs in the wrong baskets. And it's, and going forward, I think as an NHL GM, I think you have to really balance your highly skilled players with your playoff players, right? It's two different teams. It's it really two different is, seasons. It is two two different teams. You don't you want the president's trophy for their best record in the league. No one don't cares. fucking shit. And Boston had that, and then, and I thought they had the team because they do have the team. Like, I would gladly take that team into the playoffs every year. Whatever the fuck happened there, I don't know what happened. But that yeah, was weird. That's weird. weird. Yeah, it's, it's But, but I, I, I don't want a team full of – I don't want I don't want the Leafs going into the playoffs. Bunch of soft-ass bitches, like, just – Baby shit. Fuck. It's baby shit. Yeah. It's just absolute baby shit. Like it's like yeah. I, I've never actually touched baby shit. Well, you have obviously. I've touched baby shit, and it sucks. Like fuck, baby shit is soft and it's fucking warm. That's what I fucking hate about. Well, that means shit. a healthy baby, though, doesn't it? Well, you, well, you wouldn't want Jasper shit to be cold. That means his innards are fucked. Well, that or, or I don't know why how this went. Oh this no! Story. Like every time, like shit hits your hand, it's like you're always like, oh fuck, that's so warm. It's gross. Anytime shit your hand shit hits your hand, it is gross. Whether it be a baby or your own, it's gross. I don't. Well, I don't it's know. never hit my hand, but it's always warm. Ugh. 
the baby, my son shit has hit my hand. It's like, fuck. See, I'm a puke. It's like, puke. Ah. The only person I've I've puked on or has shit on my hand it has been my son when he was wee. And it's my only, the first reaction is like, this might have been sideways. Whatever. Warm. And you know what? And Maple Leaf fan, it's going to be warm tomorrow. It's going to be uh, so Wednesday. Warm. So not so Wednesday. There's oh, a, it's warm. Yeah, there's a Taylor it's, Swift. It, it's going to be warm and it's disgusting. And it's your kid and fucking deal with it. Let's finish this up, Dave. If, if you were like just this conversation, if you were the, um, Lease fan or Oilers fan or whoever, and your team blew up a stinker like the Leafs are going to do again. What do you do? What do you say? What do you? What's the? What do you just go? Well, that's just what it is. Like, what do you? Like, you don't want to post things on Twitter because you look like a fucking idiot. You don't want to. I don't. Know. I like, what do you podcast. do? I listen to a podcast today, and I think it's a blow up, right? Like you, like you tell um, uh, Matthews to Matthews or Marner. One of them has to fucking beat it. I tell them both to beat it. Well, at least one of them, Nylander, is up too. Like, do you tell him to beat it? I don't know. Um, you figure out the fucking goalie because uh, you you spend all this money on uh, um, Mitch Barner. No, no, who's the Matt Murray? It's, Matt what, Murray. What's with all the fucking MMs on Toronto too? Well, parents uh, aren't that creative. No, but the the goalie from Pittsburgh, who's Matt on Murray. the DL? Yeah. Murray. Yeah. So, so like, tell him to fucking beat it. Like, Gustafson is average. Like, like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do here? Like, because your 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 super studs are are just suck in the playoffs. Like, like you got to find some grit. I don't know, you know, and that's the thing too. Like, where do you find grit in the draft? These are the the second, third rounders, right? Like, who's the grit? Like, you want. Like once again, like fuck, Matt Kachuk can play for my team in the playoffs any fucking day. Yeah. Same with that Sam Bennett. Oh, I like Bennett a lot. I oh, like, he I, I, I like him in Calgary a lot. Oh Christ! You know, yeah. Calgary, like what is Flames fans? What think did Mickey about- say? Spit chiclet, spit lightning, and puke thunder, or whatever the fuck Mickey said in Rocky. But yeah. No, Ben. Yeah. I, I like Ben a lot. He's not. He's not. He's not going to get you a hundred points, but he's going to get you a lot of uh, a lot of grit. Like yeah. grit wins, man. It, it, grit it, wins. It's one hundred percent. Like uh, it's just there's one of those players that I, I'm thinking about now too. Uh, Claude Lemieux, uh, Matthew Bartaby. You know, just Grinders, average guy, average guys in the regular season, but come playoffs. Those are the guys you want on your team. Like you look yeah, at, like every talks about how, like, the, like everybody always talks about how great the those those Detroit teams were. But that grind line they had with Draper, Maltby, and uh, Clary. No, the other one, uh, McCarty. McCarty. That yeah. the, that line found ways that to go out and disturb Just and cause trouble and, and whatever. And go out there and, and and do it right, and then chipping the odd goal here and there. And that's the thing, Dave, is that you need your top guys to score, right? You get you get like if you get two from Eiserman, 
and you get one from Fedorov, and then Maltby gets one, and you get two assists from this guy and that guy. You win six four. You win the Stanley Cup. It's like, it, and that's what it is. Your top guys happy. Your top guys. If you scored twelve games in a uh, twelve goals in a series, oh, sorry, fifteen goals in a series, you should win. If you can get if you can get three from line three and from four, whoever else. Yeah, it's your it's your big cats that got to do something. The Leafs haven't got fuck all from anybody. Yeah, but you got like because what are the 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 beating the the ham and eggers? There is no ham and eggers. They got all their money in those two top four fucks, and they're just they're just more worried about their hair and their cheesy ass mustaches. Anyways, Dave, we'll uh, we'll end episode three hundred tonight. We've been running a little bit long here once again. It kind of happens once while we get bullshitting about God knows what and has everything else. Been a, a great ride for three hundred shows. Uh, I got a would you rather for you. It's a little bit. Uh, I, I just came up with it right now. Uh, are you ready to go? Oh, I'm always ready to go. You know that. Would you rather step in dog shit or drink rotten milk? Do I have shoes on? <laughs> you tell me, man. Yeah, dog shit all the time. Uh, uh, I have I have a fairly strong stomach, and I and I, you know I'm not disgusted by much mold, mold and rotten food. It makes me like like I'm not a puker either. Yeah. But I, I I I have puked immediately from drinking bad milk. I have puked immediately from rotten bread. And, really? And, oh yeah. It's just like the smell of it. Like I have I have a uh you know a six million dollar man with his eyesight and, and legs or whatever. I have that in my nose for the mold spores. It's just like I I smell it and it's just like just gonna keep that shit away from me. I'll step in dog shit and bare feet before I ever drink rotten milk. I remember my first day in Bonnyville, nineteen ninety two September ninety two. There's a song in there somewhere, isn't there? Uh, my billets and it wasn't their fault. Well, they didn't have kids and whatever. It doesn't much matter. Mate, they went to work and I was making cereal before I went to hockey practice or whatever. And I went in the fridge, poured in the cereal. Well, I can't fruit loops where the fuck it was. Healthy. You know, breakfast champions. <laughs> fruit loops. And uh ate first like, what this doesn't taste right. Like this is weird. <laughs> not, not you dig in, have another one. Yeah, that's not right. When on oh yeah, it was about three weeks expired. Like, oh yeah, that ain't good. But I would rather drink rotten milk because I'll because it goes away quickly than step in dog shit. Once it gets on your shoes, it's there forever, man. Like you have to oh, do some no, scrubbing and scraping. And you have to do some scrubbing and scraping to get rid of dog shit. Oh no, because you, you don't know. Because the off. thing is, you don't know until you've taken a few more steps, and you're like, "Where's that smell coming from?" And then it's on your own feet and you're too far away from somewhere to clean it. Oh no, I disagree. I wanna you've never stepped in dog shit then with your, oh, your yeah. shoes. Well then where have you like oh you just you just walk it off, man. You just walk it off. 
You must not have any treads on your shoes then, because I don't know. Is they sticking my size 13? So no getting around that. Oh no, 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 no. I've I've stepped in dog shit and barefoot. I've stepped in, in like I stepped in barefoot dog, dog shit. Oh yeah, it's just disgusting. That's disgusting. And then, but you know, you just put the bring the hose out because it's always outside, right? And so you just spray that shit off, and then and then you're good, right? That's the only that uh, I'd almost rather step in uh, dog shit and barefoot than in my shoes. What? Yeah, because you just fucking grab the garden hose, fucking work. No, but if you're seat. but if you're like a, a mile from your house walking your own dog. Oh, but I'm not in barefoot a mile from my house. I got a dog that shits in my backyard. That's my point, right? No, I'm saying if you're walking around town, you step in dog oh, shit. Oh, oh, well, that's terrible. That is terrible. Like I like you know, like then it smells and it's everywhere. Yeah. And you can't get rid of it. And I get it, but I'm a dog owner, right? So I have had I've probably stepped in dog shit a little bit more than you, being a dog owner and in the backyard. Right? Have you ever and been pooed I've, on by a by a bird? No, but I've been beside two people that have been pooed on by a bird. I, I I've watched people being pooed on by birds. Howlick Park, nineteen ninety four, Edmonton, Alberta, August. Fucking seagull dropped a fucking bomb on my shoulder, man. It's like, oh, this it 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 don't get worse than that. It doesn't. Me, me and a couple of buddies that would have been right around. I want to say ninety two, ninety three. We were in Tellus Field in Edmonton at a Trappers game. Love that ballpark. Got but sitting right beside me, like like if it if it was eight inches forward, it was like we just got hot dogs and like it was the break and we sat down and but he was my buddy was ready to take a bite of his dog like oh bird just shit on me bird just shit on me and it was it was like we were in shorts and he had the fucking trail of seagull shit right on his thing it's runny and terrible like it's it like disgusting like it's like oh it was i so i've seen it so i haven't seen it i didn't see it hit his leg but i saw that thing hey i got a thing we didn't talk about the kentucky derby today what's the difference between horse racing and nascar I don't know the answer to this because, you know, in NASCAR, it's like Tony Stewart and Jeff Jarrett and Dale Earnhardt. How come in the fucking Kentucky Derby, it's why do we, why is it always the horses thing, not the jockeys thing? Well, the thing is, is that the, the horses are, uh, they speak, they, there's, there's, okay, here's my deal with the Kentucky Derby. I love it. I think it's a great event. It's a great sport event. It's it's fantastic throughout the sports world for 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 about nine minutes. It's so big for nine minutes, not for the, for the hundred seventy thousand at Churchill Downs, but for nine minutes around the world, it's huge because nobody places their bets until last blah 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 on Bet US or Bodog or whatever. Um, the Derby. Those people are so out of touch with reality. The it's owners of said horses. The owners of the that? horses, the trainers of the horses. And only nine people in the world can actually spend that kind of money to to spend that kind of money on donkeys, right? And so that's why the Derby's not as big as it as it should be. Everybody 
everybody drives a car at some point in their life, right? So maybe that, that that's why NASCAR is a little bit bigger, but um, not everybody has a chance to to ride a horse or buy a horse or whatever it might be. It's no, but it's the same jockeys every year, right? The, the guy that won the, the Derby this year, the, the guy that drove that horse. Well, I think it was 16 chances. I don't know how to word time. this Dave. And I, I, I but I'm going to at, at 10, 17 on a Monday night in uh, May. But you, you, I think you, fuck, I'm, I'm going to get killed for saying this. I think you can take it back because there's a slave trade and that's a, one of those things, right? It's just like the, the, the white, the, there's a bunch of white people who don't give a fuck who's riding that donkey. They want money and they want the notoriety to win that. It has nothing to do with anything but that. It, they, they don't give a fuck. It's a bunch well, of the rich. Donkey, but the donkey, the car is worth as much as the donkey. No, right? no, no, no. That donkey sperm is way, worth way more than those cars are. Way more. So we so and just like, trading amongst other rich white people. That's all they're doing. See, because in NASCAR we know drivers' things. We don't even know what fucking car those uh, those uh, guys drive. Uh, NASCAR guys do. Well, no, but like when I say Jeff Gordon, what what was his brand? When I say Chrysler, I don't know. I, I know. Well, like when I say Earnhardt, when I say who's that fucking? Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, Tony Stewart, that guy was a seed next Tuesday. Um, we all, we, we don't know. We don't, I know their names, but I don't know what car they drove, but all these, uh, this, these, um, mini guys driving their donkeys. How come we don't know the, don the mini guys driving their donkeys? Uh, we barely, barely, we barely know the horses. Like who uh, wants, who won, who won Sunday? Marge. I think his name is March. Like I know Secretariat, and I yeah. and I I love the Derby. I love it. It's, it's great. I it's watch for fun it. to watch, and I get I watch. I I I, I put my five bucks down every year. My trifecta every year. I don't win. Fuck all every year. I, I watch don't them. give one two hoots, but then it's fun to watch. It's 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 it's, it's the best two minutes. You watch it and it's good. But why but, do we know the horse's name of the Derby, but we know the driver's names of the NASCAR? We know the trainers of the, the horses, the derby. Bobby yeah, Baffert. you know, and I was happy not to see that ass hat, that blonde Will Ferrell looking motherfucker. Um, <laughs> what was his name? Bob I think he got, yeah, Bob Baffert. I was happy not to see yeah. him. Bobby Every Baffert. time I saw him, he just made my blood boil a little bit. Mm, I hope your horse doesn't win you, motherfucker. Uh, he's. Uh... He's done, he's done okay making donkeys run fast, I guess. I don't know. Ah, uh, yeah, but then I think he's banned now. Oh, I think he, he, I think he was. There was a situation. Yeah, he's back in. It. He's fine. Well, he's, you can only give your horses too much, so much coke. There you go. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beers, sports talk, and a whole lot more. Show number 300, Dave. What's a highlight? 300 shows later on. What, what's your... Uh, What's uh, your thoughts on the whole 300 years or 300 shows? Well, well, 300 shows. I'm glad we're here. I'm glad we powered through this one. It was a, it's interesting that this is 300 because we had to actually dig a little bit deep and I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad we found a way to do it. We didn't just fucking ice the puck in overtime. Yeah, I was, uh, I which was, was an option there for a little bit. 
Um, we we had plans for this right around 280. Those plans didn't go forward, but we are going to make true to our uh, to a dedication show to a friend of ours, and we'll find a way to do that. I'm going to talk to you off air of how we're going to do that. You have a plan. And, Let's go. I like when there's a plan. And I'm going to Helena, Montana this weekend. What's funny? Stuff. What's funny to our listeners when Dave has a plan that means more more work for Brent, but so that no ah, Stop it! <laughs> stop. You going to Helena? I'm going to Helena, Montana. This the weekend. capital of Montana. The capital city of Helena, Montana. It the is home the- of Major League Umpire Brian Knight. Well, Brian Knight, open up your house. I might knock on your door. He's still, he's still, he's still, he's still on parent, so he won't be home. But yeah, well, Brian, Brian's a good guy. He's actually a really good guy. Well, yeah. give me your. Uh, we got a hotel book, so I'm not going to be knocking on your door. Super eight. Uh, it, it's kind of funny. No, no, not a super eight. We're uh, at a Wyndham hotel, and it's, it's life's it's, great. It's super own. eight. Uh, uh, myself, like you know, uh, uh, being as you are when you when you go to a different city that you've never been to before. Breakfast joints—that's the first thing. From yeah. the hotel to the ballpark, and then breakfast joints. I don't give a shit about what happens. Davey needs a good breakfast. Yeah, I'll make it all work in between uh, outside. Anyways, fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Take care of more important to get yourself to the round. Keep a stick on the ice. And what else, Dave? I don't want to see Jim swing at five pitches and find me a good breakfast joint in Helena, Montana. Jim's got a new tuna there. It's really good. I'll play, play it after uh, after the show tonight. It's really good. Thanks. Have a good night, I'm folks. We'll talk to you again on uh, Thursday night. Or Friday. Thursday night and then maybe next weekend from Montana and Helena from yeah. a good breakfast joint. Do they have Wi-Fi in Helena? No, dial up. I gotta, I gotta tap it up. Dial up. It's gonna, it's gonna be a telegraph. Dial up. Dong, 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 dong. Carrier pigeons. Dong, 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 dong. There's something about that look in your eyes And your voice's sound Well, we can leave this town Pretend that that's a problem And we can live without All we can live without